We're on the road with Ray Price. Ray Price, the famous singer. You sing. So, how many uh, back? Uh, how, what's sort of a what sort of a band do you travel with, Ray Price? Oh, I think we have ten or twelve. Uh, good band. Strings, the whole thing. So it sounds like a record. Yeah. Well, you're famous for your uh, sweeping strings. Yeah, that's. I still have them, and uh, I guess I always will. Yeah. And also, you always will be a Marine, right? I guess so. You're branded, you're branded. You're branded, you're branded. <laughs> now, you've been in, in, in uh, traveling on the road for how many years? You're in your 83rd year of living. How many years have you been traveling on the road, sir? Oh, uh, since, let's just say 1950. So that'd be uh, 59, almost 60 years. 60 years. So you were in your early 30s when you started. Now, you had uh, you had a band. Tell us about the band you had way back when. It included Willie Nelson. Uh, um, uh, who's the fellow there? Uh, which, which was uh, Paycheck, Roger Miller, Johnny Bush. Yeah, they were all in the band. So pretty good-sized band. And how did that all come together? Well, it came together fine. It kind of broke apart when they decided they want to go out on their own. But <laughs> They did pretty well on their own, didn't they? Not too bad. Yeah, they did fine. And still have a good band, but these they hadn't broke out yet. But Buddy Killen was an old friend of yours? Buddy played bass for me for a while, back in the early 50s. Now, was that when you were living with um, Ra- um, Hank Williams Sr.? Right. That's when I was living with Hank. So, and uh, Buddy worked a lot of the radio shows with me and, and on the road in some cases. So give us a little insight into the history of Hank Williams. What was he really like to work with? Hank was a young fella, nice cat, friendly, just uh, just an all-around good person. And only had one fault, and that he alcoholic and periodic, not all the time. But that was the only thing that I found wrong was was that. Obviously, a genius as a songwriter. Even Bob Dylan said he's probably the greatest songwriter that ever lived. Yeah, he was right there. He wrote some great ones, and especially at that time, you know. Uh, they're all still around, so proof's in the pudding. And, yeah, it's, uh, he was a great one. There's no doubt about it. Went out too young, way too young, 29 so I don't know why, but that's just the way it is. Do you think uh, fellows like Hank Williams is because maybe that that sort of glory should be reserved for the the creator instead of the creation, and it's hard for us to absorb and live with that sort of glory? Might be. You might you might have said it just right, but uh, we're all created, and uh, I think we all have a job we're supposed to do we just have to find out what it is what's important to ray price when you meet people or know people and all the people you've got to meet your personal friends with willie nelson and and a major major celebrities you came up with people that were nobodies and then became quote unquote somebodies but what would what's ray price all about i'm just trying to make a living (laughs) (laughs) no everything's great my career's been great it's been up and down like most people are and I've been lucky to be around this long. I'm real thankful for that. And my life is my music. That's it. 
What's your favorite song that you do? I guess, well, Woody wrote one of my favorites called I'm Still Not Over You. I don't get to do it much, but it's a great song. And uh, I try to do all the songs that the people want to hear. Trouble is, I don't have enough time when we're on a show, you know. And, and uh, but we've we worked our show around to seem like the songs that most of them want to hear. That's what we got in our show. Now, when the, when Chris Christopherson wrote uh, one of your biggest hits, the name of that is "For the Good Times." Were you? Uh, were you, was he famous at that point, or just coming up? No, he was he was just coming up, and uh, when when I recorded for the good times, and Cash had done uh, Sunday morning coming down, and then everybody saw what a good songwriter he was, and it was from then on it was all uphill. Okay, so differentiate for us what makes for a good song. But we've got a lot of would be, a lot of wannabe songwriters out there today. What makes for a great song, Ray Price? Something that appeals to everybody that reminds them of something in their life. Uh, not phony thing, but just uh, tell it like it really is in a different way, whichever way you figure out you can tell it. And I think that's the whole thing in a song is the ability of the storyteller and and the product that he's trying to do. When did you first know that you had a charisma and a voice that would appeal to the general public? How did that all come about to be? Who put you in front of an audience, or how did you end up in front of an audience and find out that you had a charisma and you had a voice that people that appealed to the, the general population? I really didn't find that out for a long time. It, uh, when I went to when Hank got me on the Grand Ole Opry. So. Hank, uh, Hank Williams Sr. Right. And then... Uh, I took it from there, and of course Hank died in in uh, '53, January '53. No, January. F- yeah, New Year's Eve of '53. Yeah, he died January '53. Yeah. And uh, but I I learned an awful lot from him, and saw how he presented himself and how he sang and the kind of songs he found. And then of course you know you got to find a good song to make a hit record. And I've been lucky in that case. Do you still think the cream comes to the top? Do you still think if you write a good song, it'll eventually out, even though there's a lot of competition and a lot of wannabes out there uh, that are filling the market? It will if you came after it. Just keep going, trying to get it done, get it done until somebody will hear it uh, and record it, and you hope that it's done the right way and with a good background and uh, do it right. And, and it'll hit sometimes. Of course, I don't mean every song you write is going to hit because ain't nobody can write all of them. You know, and everybody's got a chance to write a good song. And it just depends on how you present it and how you write it, what the story is and all that. There's a whole lot to it, and then yet it seems to be simple. It's either good or it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I go. Something that moves me, and then I like it. Then I record it if I can. You're, you, 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 when uh, we've we've met on the phone in the past and talked on the radio, um, you said that you're probably one of your very best friends is Willie Nelson, mm-hmm. and he wrote a couple songs for you. I mean, he wrote Crazy. He wrote The Nightlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just seems to really have some sort of a, a, a gift from above. Would you agree? Uh, I would agree that's where it comes from, yeah. He's got a great gift. He's a great songwriter, and he knows how to tell a story. 
And that's just the main thing. A song is just a story. And he's good at it. He's great at it. He's one of the top dogs, you know, for songwriting. He's a top entertainer. Now, you're uh, from sunrise to sunset. You're, you're traveling in on, on a pre, we're on a Prevo bus right now. This is your bus. Do you own it or do you rent it? Well, me and the bank owns it. <laughs> so, do you, do you get tired of the road, though? Well, sometimes I do, but then when I'm off for about a week or so, I kind of get edgy and want to get back with it. Still want to get out there. How many days a year do you still travel touring like this? Well, we try to do 100 days if we can, and, and sometimes we'll do 100 days and only do 65 show days. But we'd like to do 100 show days because you need that much to get the media attention anymore, you know. Now, you've had the privilege of working with a lot of people. If you wouldn't mind, I'm going to mention some names. And then it doesn't have to be long-winded, but if I mention, like, the name Johnny Cash, uh, I would like to know what comes to mind. And then we'll go down a list of, of folks that I know you've had the pleasure of, of working with throughout the years. These are icons. These are people that have walked into history. So Johnny Cash is first. Johnny, fine person. I think he came from Arkansas and uh, started in Memphis. Good entertainer. Told his story his way, his sound. Uh, a lot of people think it was a little simple, but simple is beautiful anyway. You know? So he's a great entertainer. His, his career showed that. Johnny Paycheck. Johnny never got to the quite to the top part of it. He got sick, I think, ill before he did. But for a while, he had quite a few good records, and he did well. He was a top. He was a top act for a few years. Yeah. Roger Miller. Roger's a different story. He was a a really in, intellectual kind of person that uh, saw the funny things in life and knew how to write about them. And he became successful, and, of course, he got cancer, and that took him out. Willie Nelson. Willie's still here. In fact, Willie and I are, are going on tour in uh, April, and then we're going to do another CD together with a, a lot of other big entertainers, and then go on another tour pushing the record. Merle Haggard. Merle's a good buddy. We work together every now and then. Merle just got over a cancer operation himself. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so... But if you were to describe him, some innate characteristic, something that would be interesting to my listeners? Well, he's a, he's a person of uh, strong thoughts and everything, and uh, he has his own standards that he lives by if he thinks something's wrong he'll stand up against it in a minute he's a staunch person he's a good act good singer good songwriter chris christopherson about the same i don't i don't get to see chris much he lives in hawaii and of course he's a movie star uh great songwriter great person as far as i know now you were inducted to the what the uh, songwriters hall of fame with the country music hall of fame in what 1996 yeah, Country Music Hall of Fame. I'm not songwriters. I'm not really that much of a songwriter. So, but they let me in anyway. <laughs> Would you describe this bus we're on for the listeners? A lot of people won't get the privilege of being on a, a Prevo like this. These these buses sell for well over a million dollars. Can you just, uh, you know, in a simple way, describe it for my listeners? Well, it's a home away from home. We have couches and desks, and lights, microwave, and, and uh, TV. DVD players, movies, machines, restrooms, shower, beds, everything. 
Now, how many beds in the back? Only one. That's fine. Okay, so, yeah. so this is your bus. You'll stay on this alone? This, this is my bus. The other bus is my band's bus. And how many how many beds are on that other bus? Uh, I believe uh, 12, aren't they? About 12. And, and the name of this gentleman right over here again is? Fernando. 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 Now, will you stay on that bus, Fernando, or do you stay on this bus on one of the couches or something? Or? Oh, you have four bunks as well as raised bed. Okay. We have two drivers, and then Fernando and myself. That's all that's on this bus. What does what does Fernando do? Fernando's a drummer and the, uh, oh. you might say, road manager, and he gets us in all the trouble and gets us out of it. So. Now, now, Fernando, now Fernando, you're not you're not the guy that called me on the phone that set up my first interview with Ray, are you? I think I am. Oh, are you? Yeah. You oh. betcha. I'm glad you got to talk to him. He's got a lot of stories. Yeah, so so you're the, how did you end up working with Ray? How did you end up becoming his road manager and drummer? How did that all come about? I always wonder how these things come together, you know? Well, my brother played piano for him for 33 years. 33 years? And uh, he's the one that got me in the band playing bass. I played bass for him for 14 years. And then uh, after that, well, I got on the drums because we lost our drummer, a young drummer. Died of a heart attack, 32 years old. 32? And uh, so we were looking for a drummer, so I got to playing drums, and he liked me on the drums. So I stayed there. So how long have you guys been on the road, and will you be on the road during this, this section of, of, this, of this year? Oh, heck, we, we got a bunch of dates coming in. We'll be busy almost every month of this year. How many, how, how many days a month? Well, probably maybe six to ten days a month. You know, of course, some of them take travel time, so it'll be more days on the road. Do you, do you always end up going back to Texas to, to raise farm? Go home. Pardon me? Always go home. Now, are you married, Ray Price? Forty years. Forty years. How many children? No, I got one. One son, he sings, opens the show for me. Is the traveling hard on a marriage? It ain't easy. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. <laughs> when you're away from the wife... She thinks of all the bad things that could happen, you know, like wrecks and sick and all that. And we've been married so long that we kind of think like one person, you know. Have you ever had a wreck in one of your buses when you travel? Uh, only one time, many, many years ago in the 50s. Truck ran over in front of us and we hit him. That's the only reason. And that was about it. No one was hurt. So... Been lucky. We've been real, real safety conscious. Do you think there's an addiction to the highway? You know, Bob Dylan's on his never-ending tour, going into his who knows umpteenth year. Is there an addiction to this highway? I don't know about the highway. The uh, singing for the audience is an addiction. So it's something you want to do, and you try to do it the best way you can. And I would say, and it's, I've been at it now almost 61 years. I guess I'm addicted. Now, John, now Johnny Car Cash said something to the effect that it was like 22 years of boredom with three hours of exhilaration. The three hours of exhilaration is being on the stage, and the rest is just cloppity clippity clopping along on the highway, you know? Well, we get to see America and uh, see what, how bad man's got it messed up. So <laughs> it's not too bad. It's kind of an adventure, and it gets to be uh, more so when you, the older you get and you begin to really see what's happening. I realize what's happening. It's always happening. 
I, I personally am a little worried that we're getting away from our roots of country music, but I think on the Internet probably some stations will pop up in the future that will be true to the original country music. It's kind of like uh, rock or pop has taken over a little bit. What are your opinions? Ray Price, uh, what are your opinions about traditional country music surviving? Well, I think it's going to survive. Uh, we're still having big crowds, and uh, usually. And uh, when Willie and I and Merle, the year before last, played a big tour, we had up to twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 people. Those people are still there. The problem is country music isn't gone. The radio stations left country music and went to what's called young country music, not country at all. It's rock and roll, but the kids believe them and think it's what they hear is, is country music, but it isn't. So uh, what do you see for the future for Ray Price? Well, I don't know. We're uh, we're going to be on the Mike Huckabee show in March. And uh, then we start another tour, Willie and I and Billy Bob Thornton, the movie actor. And then later Billy, on... Billy Bob Thornton's going to go on tour with you? He'll be on tour. What's he going to do? He's going to open for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, then, of course, I'll be in front of Willie. So, of course, nobody, don't make a difference. Who opens it? All three of us are all right. And then later on, I'm going to Ireland. And I'm looking forward to that. So you'll play throughout Ireland? We think so, yeah. think so. First time over there, I think so. Okay, is there anything uh, that I haven't asked that you would like uh, my listening audience to know about Ray Price and his life? Uh, not a thing, except uh, I'm a follower of Jesus. I think everybody should be if they want to be. And uh, that makes a whole lot of difference to me in my life. When, when did you make that commitment to Jesus? When did that happen? When I was 19. And what happened? Would you explain to us? I just got the Spirit, I guess you might say. You know, I don't know how to explain it. It's just something that happens. But you feel it. And you've been perfect ever since? No, I ain't been perfect. <laughs> I try to be, but it's not. It's, I'm afraid I'm uh, not quite what you'd think perfect. So my wife tells me that all the time. So <laughs> I just try to be a good person and a good entertainer, and that's all I care about. Well, I think you've you succeeded at that, Ray Price, and you've uh, given me some nice interviews over time, and I appreciate you allowing me on your bus to have this interview with you, Ray Price. It's my pleasure, Brett, and... Uh, we hope things get stronger and stronger down here. Country music is really kind of rising back now that the kids are beginning to find the difference, and that'll be the answer to it. I think I think the, I think the young people as well, people in general, are hungry for uh, an original, authentic voice. They want authenticity. They don't want the phoniness, you know. Well, they'll have to listen to country music then. <laughs> if they want to find it real, that's where it's at. Well, thanks, Ray Price. My my pleasure, Brett. I appreciate you coming by, and, and uh, you've done great help for us here on the show tonight. I appreciate that, too. All right. You're welcome. Ray Price, broadcasting on board his uh, Prevo traveling bus, and we'll be right back. Radio Rhett, it's not over yet. <laughs> 